Hello, I'm Michael. I'm John. And I'm Andrew. And you're listening to the Toy Rewind Podcast. This week we're going to talk about a classic toy um, and show that I think a lot of people will remember. Uh, hopefully, John and Michael have a lot of, I think we got a lot of history about this. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but we're talking about Voltron. Um, so guys, it's kind of interesting we're talking about Voltron. This happens to be our fifth episode. And uh, last time I remembered, Voltron was five pieces, right? Yes, did I believe get, so. Did yeah. that get changed? Yeah. Okay, okay, good. No. I was like... No. Still five. <laughs> yeah. So we've got five pieces. We've got five episodes. We're talking about Voltron. It's going to be a great episode. Uh, but before we get into that, let's... Uh, we got a few things, a few other things to cover real quick. So first off, go connect with us on social media. Uh, you can get us on Twitter or Instagram. Both of those are at Toy Rewind Pod. Uh, like John mentioned last week, it's the same thing for both. So go go get us there. Check out the things we're posting. We're starting to post a lot of some photos from when we had these toys uh, as kids, getting them at Christmas, uh, posting some commercials. Um, I know this past week we posted a commercial for uh, the Star Wars toys, the Kenner toys that we did for last week. So, like, two weeks ago we did Nerf, posted a commercial for that. Uh, so lots of fun stuff that's coming from those. So check us out there. Check us out on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash groups slash Toy Rewind Podcast. You can get any of those links on our website, the website being toyrewindpodcast.com. So check us out there. You can also get our toy rankings as we've been talking about this. We've all been ranking the toys as much as we remember and like them. So right now we've got five of them on there, or this will be the fifth one. So they're all different. All of our rankings are different. And you could start to really see our personalities coming out in the toys that we were playing with growing up as kids. Also, you can email us, toyrewindpodcast at gmail.com. Please email us. We will respond to your emails. Um, unless your name is Adrian and you call us nerds. Um, <laughs> then we will not respond to your email uh, because then I just walked in there and gave you a weird look as I got the email this morning. So, um, yeah, check us out on all the socials. Check us out everywhere you can. You're, I mean, if you're listening to us, you know whatever podcast app you can listen to us on. So, Check us out. Um, interact with us. Uh, I know we just got off of doing the the Star Wars Con uh, Force Fiesta with the rest of the Nerds Unite Network. Um, I know John and Michael were both. Yeah, John and Michael both did panels there. Uh, they were great panels about toys. I think these guys did a great job. Um, sorry, I wasn't on. I was too busy trying to move to Montana. So, yeah, Michael, let, let's talk about those for yeah. a minute. How did you? How did you guys? How did you guys feel doing those live panels and stuff? Oh yeah, I I definitely enjoyed it. It was it was pretty cool actually meeting some of those guys face to face for the first time. Um, yeah, I, I really really enjoyed doing that and talking with them over the, the we did the vintage classic lines and a few other things. But yeah, I I really enjoyed that. Yeah, had a lot of fun. Looking forward to yeah. doing some more. Yeah. Yeah, we had fun on ours too. I mean, it was nice to see the newer collections. Uh, and everything that everyone's collecting, not just toys, but other items and everything. And then uh, seeing, you know, a whole house full of Star Wars. So it was pretty interesting. So, but uh, yeah, it was fun. It was really nice to get to those guys and talk to them and see them and face to face. So, yeah, so that was, uh, like I said, I was busy moving to Montana, but listening to them, I tried to get as, I tried to catch as many of them live as I could. And I've seen, I've listened to a couple of the things. You guys did great. Just listen to it. Awesome stuff about uh, 
about Star Wars. And yeah, I don't know if anybody can hear it because I don't know if it'll come through when I edit this. But if you can hear dogs howling in the background, that's at Michael's house. Um, he's got a dog named Frankie. So, Michael, shout out to Frankie. Um, that that just likes to howl. So, yeah. Um, real quick, also, we're about to get into our fun for all question. But one other thing that I want to mention. We are building a bingo sheet. I happen to be the person that, that runs all the bingo sheets for all the different Nerdy Night Con, or sorry, Nerdy Night Network uh, podcasts. And so we're kind of building ours. So are they fighting, Michael? What are they doing now? Like, <laughs> they're just, the dogs, they're just, the dogs they're are just getting howling. One, one will start howling and then the rest of them do it and then they'll stop. So, so maybe, they're all getting crazy. Maybe they stop now, yeah. Maybe they stop now. So, okay, <laughs> yeah. so back to the bingo sheet. So we are building a bingo sheet. Um, slowly getting them all filled out. And so if you have anything that you've, you've noticed that we've done a lot over the last five episodes, send them in. Send them to us, like like I said, Twitter. Uh, email them to us, however you want. Send them to us because we're going to get those built out and hopefully um, have some people playing bingo in the next few weeks. So, yeah. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, email, website, bingo. Get them to us. Um, questions. All right. Talking about questions. John, do you have a fun for all question for us? Fun for all question for this week. And please email us some more questions if y'all want to know something. We need to have other people asking us the questions. But one we came up with this week, uh, what toy lines are you excited to do or to talk about in the future with Toy Rewind Podcast? Andrew, let's start with you. Um, so I have two. Um, and I think they're ones that we're going to do fairly soon. Um, I'm really looking forward to um, our Motu conversation. Uh, I I I remember the Motu toys. I don't know why I remember them so well, but I do remember the Motu toys that we had, the, the Masters of the Universe. Um, I happen to have a newer version of the Castle Grayskull um, that I got for uh, Father's Day a couple of years ago. Um, shout out to my awesome kids and wife that got that for me. So I happen to have that, and I'm, I'm excited to, to kind of talk about Motu. And the other one that <clears throat> I kind of have a few memories of um, is Lego. Um, a few. That's, that, a few. A few. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a lot of memories of Lego. I mean, you guys know that's that's that was my cup of tea when we were kids, or when I was a kid. You guys, yeah, your Lego older, was so. my might, might be the reason yeah. I hate it. <laughs> Probably, yeah. So I I think this was mentioned as I as I was doing stuff for moving, John. I don't have any of my original Legos. The kids here have huge buckets of legos like they've got so many it's ridiculous but i don't have any of my originals but yeah so lego and motu are the two that i'm looking forward to michael how about you me um i'm looking forward to going over the uh transformers line uh, the g1 transformers um I, I really love love the transformers um and then also going over you know when we get to hot wheels we'll probably do that later down the line uh, there's just so much to talk about with the different stuff with that they put out through the the 70s and 80s on that. Uh, but I think it's pretty much the the G1 Transformers and uh, Hot Wheels are my two uh, <laughs> most exciting exciting ones to do. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you have a lot to talk about Hot Wheels. Yeah, yeah. when it comes to Hot Wheels, John, I think that Hot Wheels conversation may just be Michael talking for an hour. Yeah, probably. <laughs> we'll just we'll just be like, hey, what color wheels did that have? Yeah. So, John, what do you what do you John? got? What are you looking forward to? So I got I got three that I'm really looking forward to. Uh, Care Bears being one of them, which of course I mean kind of goes in with my daughter. 
uh, with her nickname being Care Bear. And then the Micro Machines. I do remember always having those, the little bitty ones, and rolling them around, hoping nobody would crush them or anything as you left them sitting around. Uh, yeah. Hoping you didn't get yelled at by a parent. Shout out to mom and dad uh, for stepping on them. Uh, and then uh, Thundercats. So there's some, there, I remember <laughs> Thundercats and just love that storyline and all that stuff. And, you know, these big old cats just in human form, too. So, yeah, I like um, Thundercats. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know. Um, speaking of Thundercats, I believe Hulu just released all the Thundercats episodes. The original oh, cool. 1980, the, the 1985 streaming Thundercat, or it's not streaming, the 1985 Thundercats and the 2011 ones. Uh, when they kind of did their remake, so yeah, um, yeah. If you've got Hulu, check that out because uh, yeah, we're gonna be talking about Thundercats real soon, and that. That's Bummer! A lot of fun. I just canceled mine. <laughs> <laughs> <You> just... <laughs> well, I've I've got all of them on. I've got all the the originals on uh, uh, on DVD, so I'm good on that. <laughs> I, I let the I let the kids watch a couple episodes because I had a couple episodes um, downloaded. I think uh, they were completely mm-hmm. legal, but I had them downloaded. So and we watched a few and they were like, "Oh, this is, this is crazy." <laughs> so um, it'll I'll be excited. We need to we need to start watching it so they can catch it from the beginning and stuff. So um, I'm looking for, that'll be fun. So yeah, yeah. All right. So. Well, I think that's house cleaning and talking about social. It's our fun for all. Yeah. Um. Is that it? That's all we're doing this week, right? No, Quick we got a toy, toy line to talk about. Oh, that's right. We got to talk about yeah, some Voltron. Remember Voltron? Yeah. So, Michael, <laughs> Michael, let's kick get started there. <clears throat> so, you know, it took took a little while to get everything kind of figured out on on all the the Voltron history background and stuff like that. Is there's so much that went on just to and you know everybody thinks it's just the lions, but there's there's more to it than that. Um, there was actually three different uh, Voltrons. There was Voltron mm-hmm. One, um, which was uh, Dia Ruger XV or Fifteen, which is actually a vehicle uh, force. It was a bunch of different vehicles that formed into one Voltron. Um, and then the second one was Lightspeed Electroid Albagos. If you want to say that <laughs> in, in Japanese. Um, but that is the, it's the gladiator of Voltron, which was, uh, I think three different pieces that come together to become a, a Voltron. And then the, the most one everybody, everybody really, re, uh, thinks about as Voltron is, uh, Voltron three, which was Beast King Go Lion, which is the Lion Force Voltron. So, um, so what happened, you know, in 1983, uh, Ted Koppler, who was the president of World Events Productions, um, he went to um, a little uh, sci-fi convention and saw these anime cartoons, and he said he really wanted to to bring those toys and stuff into the U.S. And to do that, he wanted to use the cartoons as um, like like they did all with all the cartoons in the '80s to sell the sell the product. So, mm-hmm. but syndication has to be uh, sixty what sixty four um, uh, episodes and Japan they had fifty two so we had to get a couple others so they kind of combined the three three cartoons together the anime cartoons together to become a longer syndication thing so 
in order, you know, when they did that, uh, so the first one they showed was actually the Lions. And then the second season was uh, the Vehicle Force Voltron, which actually flopped. So they never even showed the third season, which was the, the Gladiator one. So that didn't even happen. But there was some toys made of it. So, <clears throat> but uh, the, uh, the Die Ruger, which was the second season with the Vehicle Force Voltrons, I know they were released um, by a toy company. Uh, Poppy Pleasure was the name of the the line, uh, the toy company, um, and they were kind of resold uh, through Matchbox under in the U.S. under Vol the Voltron name, um, and they had a sword, missiles, and stickers. But Matchbox, uh, but we kind of know this from our past discussions is the missile thing um, couldn't happen here in the U.S. Uh, for safety reasons. Well, uh, yeah, there's too many kids think, trying to, you know, swallow some pistol or yeah, swallow some missiles. Yeah, exactly. So, so anyway, so Matchbox cut out the sword and the missiles for for safety reasons. But um, so they did have a a release of that one. Um, I think it had like 15 different vehicles that formed into to Voltron. So, but you know the <clears throat> uh, the biggest, you know, the biggest one everybody knows uh, that kind of thinks about Voltron is, is the lions. So, um, uh, they were, uh, going back to, uh, for WP, WEP, which is the world events production, um, for them requiring the rights, uh, they inherited, you know, that poppy, uh, which was actually a subsidiary of, of subsidiary of Bandai. So they got them and matchbox together um they had to tweak the the japanese versions for american safety standards like i just said um uh, with the rounded teeth for the lions and the missiles were removed and all weapons were removed uh but the sword for voltron was actually sold separately so he did have the sword they just sold it separately it wasn't with the the lions so but <clears throat> but if you go if you look at the lions um you got the black line, which which forms the body and the head of the of Voltron. Uh, you got the red uh, line, which is the right arm. The green line is the left arm. Uh, the blue line is the right leg, and the yellow line is the left leg. So there's uh there's five of them there. So uh, <clears throat> you know, in Matchbox, uh, you know, they had several different kind of sets. Uh, with that, uh, and we'll, we'll go over these sets here in a little bit, here later, but the, uh, they had, with such demand, uh, Bandai and, uh, Matchbox actually shifted the, the factory, sh factory to, uh, Taiwan to make these, to, to better suit the demand that everybody's wanted, but the only problem was there was lead paint, and the, there was lead in the paint that they used on those, so, uh, WEP ended up ending their partnership with Matchbox and Bandai, and then gave uh, the next license for the next year to uh, Panache Place, um, which actually, they came out with uh, a larger plastic line force lines to actually use uh, the three and three quarter inch figures to sit inside those lines. Uh, so you can actually play with the actual figures with your lines, uh, which Matchbox didn't have. It was a little bit smaller, it was made out of metal, die cast, um, <clears throat> but they didn't have anything else 
any of the figures or anything like that. So Panache Place kind of made the line bigger by incorporating uh, the, the the drivers and the pilots of the lines and some other uh, play sets and characters, bad guys and stuff like that in there. So, uh, and actually when they did the Panache Place, when they did their line, they added they added weapons to every all the lines. Um, the only you know the only thing that made Panache Place a little bit different was the the, the quality may have been a little bit less because it was actually plastic and not diecast metal. So, um, and it was also you know, like I said, it was also the first Voltron that featured the cockpits for the for the pilots to sit in. So you can actually well, open up the line and fit your your uh, your pilot inside there. And I think that's pretty awesome. There's yeah, not that's a lot pretty of toys cool. that, you know, Power Rangers, let's just talk about this for a second. Power Rangers kind of came from this too. It's kind of the same kind of idea, except for instead of being anime, Power Rangers were a live action show that was done over there. And so they, they brought it over and it's kind of all this mixture of things, but the toys that they made, they never made, or at least that I know of, we haven't done the, we haven't done the Power Rangers episode yet so they they never made any that actually had the um the dinosaurs that they could actually fit in and actually be able to put them in there even though they're the ones controlling it so the fact that they made these where you could actually fit the the pilots into the lions and stuff that's, that's freaking awesome yeah that was pretty cool and you know they went with that three and three quarter inch you know we, we kind of talked about that last week with star wars figures how in the 80s they uh a lot of the a lot of figures and stuff like that they they made that size simply because they can make the the play sets smaller and and the vehicles and stuff that they they use for those those lines uh it'd be more it'd be easier for them to for kids to play with instead of having a huge uh overweight type thing you know so um right. it did make it make it a lot easier so but <clears throat> But yeah, Posh Place, you know, they they got that they got they took over in 1985 and they pretty much uh, had the whole year until they had some um some issues and had to close shop. Um they uh they had a whole another line of toys ready to ready to uh be produced. And they were actually in their um uh, their yearly uh, magazine where they show a catalog in their catalog. They had a bunch of other stuff ready to go, but they had some. Uh, I don't. I can't remember if it was. They went. It, they just went bankrupt or had some legal stuff. I can't remember what it was off the top of my head. But anyway, so so once uh, they went done, they were done. Uh, WEP went to uh, LJN Company Toy Company. And they had they're real big on motorized stuff. Um, they had uh, pullback motors, and some of these were also some of the the Voltrons that they made also had lights and electronics in them. <clears throat> there were several of them. That you pull them back, and they they take off. You know, uh, so they had wheels and they'd roll around. Uh, there was one uh, where they had. Uh, you can program it to do different things and and you just and it would do it for you um but yeah they they did it for 1986 and they had some issues uh legal issues as well so they 
they didn't last but that year, and that was pretty much the end of the Voltron line after LJN. Um, if you don't know anything about LJN, they also did, uh, I believe they had Thundercats. They had a lot of ET stuff. Uh, you know, my wife collects ET things, so I've got a lot of stuff from them um, on, on her ET her ET toys and stuff that she's got. So, uh, but they had a lot of early eighties success and then they just had some issues late in the eighties. So, but yeah, so the Voltron line pretty much went from 84 and then on with Matchbox and Bandai and then 85, they had Panache place and then 86 was LJN. So that kind of, it kind of just had some issues with each different line. So it, if it if it could just keep going, it probably would have been a whole lot better line than that. But you know, each each one, uh, each toy company had something newer and better going on for it. So it, it did make uh, a lot of the Voltron toys better as it went along. So yeah, well, I do I mean, remember this whole grown. Go ahead, Andrew. Go ahead, John. No, go ahead, John. No, I remember growing up. I remember having the black line, or you having the black line, Michael. I don't know which one of it it belonged to, but I remember playing her with that one, mm-hmm. and for some reason, I don't remember the other four <laughs> ever being there, so I don't know if we just got the one, uh, which I think the one we had was the plastic one, so I think it was a panache, you said? Yeah. Um, yeah, we had we had all five of them. I do remember having all five. Um, I think maybe as much as we played with it, maybe the black line being a little bit bigger, it probably lasted longer. <laughs> Um, but oh, yeah, man. the, but the Panache place, uh, line was, was solid plastic. So right. that's probably why yeah. it didn't last that long. So these are, these are some toys that for some reason, I just don't remember them at all. Like I, John, Michael, you guys said that we've had them, but I don't remember having them. Honestly, I don't know why. Well, I mean, <laughs> when these came out and what the toys came out in what year, Michael? Uh, 84. Uh, 84? Mm-hmm. You were a year old? I mean... <laughs> I wasn't very old. <laughs> yeah. So, and by the time... You know, our, you know when, when we had the Panache Place one, it was 85 uh, when that one came out. So, Andrew, was a couple years. But like I said, I, I think with it being a plastic uh, toy like it was, and as much as we played with our toys, we had... Uh, right. It didn't last... It, it probably didn't last as long for Andrew to remember it. So yeah, I don't think we long, shared too well with you, Andrew, at first, though. So. I no. mean, y'all probably didn't share with me. I probably <laughs> chewed everything up as a baby. Yeah, probably, yeah. So, but, um, yeah, going back, you know, like I said, we'll go with the, the, the Matchbox one. Um, you know, they ended that that uh, contract with Matchbox because of the lead paint incident. They had to recall a bunch of toys. Um and so it's kind of harder to, it's kind of a harder to find one is is the diecast, the complete diecast one, especially if it had that uh, that paint, you know, that lead paint on there. That that's it's just hard to find. So um, yeah, but, I mean, everything had back then everything had lead paint in it, so it doesn't really surprise me. Yeah, especially if it was on metal. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> the biggest thing that I like I said I mentioned a while ago, the biggest thing that I remember about these is that. You know, there's so much like Power Rangers. The way that it went with you've got a group of group of guys that except they all jump into their lions 
you know, whereas yeah. Power Rangers are fighting without their actual lines or whatever, or their their vehicles, uh, their Zords. And then, you know, they can, like, there's a third step for the Power Rangers because they can get into their Zords, and then their Zords can then form the larger Zords. So, but but it's kind of the same thing. You've got shows that are filmed over in, in Japan and then brought over to America, and kids loved them. So, yeah, and what's up with, with the deal with the cartoon is, you know, they just kind of mash things together. And if you, you're watching the cartoon, I watched a couple episodes earlier, and you kind of see where the footage and the cartoon doesn't really match, you know, kind of the storyline. But the they, they, they had to redub everything. And actually the story throughout uh, the American version of Voltron is completely different than what the Japanese version is. And it's it's just... And you you see where it's just the same footage over and over. They just kind of cut it up and remade a whole different cartoon series from the footage from the Japanese, the anime version of it. So it's yeah. it's just kind of you can actually going back and watching it. Well, no, as a kid you didn't notice that, but now it, it's just uh, just kind of weird watching it because you see the same scene over and over and over again, but it's got different words to it. So you're like, it's it's so just how- completely different. How caught up was this show from Japan and to America? Because I know with Power Rangers, uh, they were a season behind, basically. So whatever was shot in Japan the night the, the year before is what we got over here in America. Well, the the anime versions of it, the Japanese versions, was actually made in. I think they were released over there in like eighty one or eighty two or something like that. Yeah. Okay, so they were so, mostly done with all that, and then so yeah, yeah. So these toys, I mean, like I said, I don't remember having them. I I remember looking at them, you know, over the last few years when things have become really big uh, with Voltron and kind of coming back with uh, things like Funko. Funko did two versions of of a pop. Um, one was metallic, one wasn't. I had both of them for a while, and I don't have them anymore, but I did have them for a while. They're kind of cool. I Just something like this, just I always thought was pretty cool. I'd like to go back and actually get some of these um, so that we have them. But yeah, then you've got Lego. I don't know if you guys have heard the story about the Lego Voltron. That was, I don't know, he was a pretty good size, size piece um, that you can buy. There was basically Lego never did anything with Voltron because they knew that they were going to have to like build it so that you could build all five lines. And then we're talking about Lego. I know you guys are laughing at me. You could build all five lines and then build those into <laughs> Voltron. And a guy came up with it, like figured out how to do it, sent the sent the stuff to Lego, and then they made it. So, like that that's pretty awesome to me. They, so that's you can buy cool, the yeah. Legos and you know and build it yeah. and have each yeah. line, and they they kind of transform a little bit, and then they plug all together just like the toys did. So, you know. So, John, I'm going to ask you a question. See if you see if you know this because um, I think Michael knows it. Do you know the order of the lions? I mean, obviously the black lion is the body, but do you know which ones are the legs and which ones are the arms? Didn't he just go over that? I mean, but I, <laughs> I'm asking if you know just off the top of your head, because that's what I'm saying. I know Michael knows. Uh, the red and blue. Wait, yeah, the red and blue <laughs> are the arms, and the yellow and green are the legs. Well, there you go, okay. 
No, I just, the, the, no, no. Red and blue or red. Is an red and blue are right side. Okay. And the, <laughs> the green and yellow are left oh, side, side. So yeah. So it's blue and yellow are the feet, and then uh, red and green are the arms. Yeah, yes. I actually, when yeah. he was talking about it, I had the picture pulled up until yeah. I just switched it. When you <laughs> yeah, I, I was trying to throw something into you, just trying to see if I can, you know, <laughs> get some conversation going and talk about it. So, yeah. Um, what else we you know, have on it? Uh, you know, there's, uh, going back to the Panache Place toy line, where they added this, the stuff to it. Um, you know, they, they added the pilots, and they came with a, a key... And the helmet, but if, if you mm. look at their helmets, it looks, looks like a bad toupee oh, yeah, placed on top of their heads. It's just it's just weird looking. So, anyway, so but yeah, they they had uh they came with their own little little key that actually had a little peg on it that you can stand your figure on it like a little display piece. It was pretty cool. Um, they had uh, the the castle of lions, which is the castle that they're they're at, right um, with the mice. Yeah, with the mice. Yeah, uh, I don't think they come with mice, but it's. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So the then they have the coffin uh, of coffin doom of and the and the coffin <laughs> of uh, oh the coffin of darkness. So there was two different coffin little vehicles that you would put your bad guys, which are row beasts, which are half robot, half beast type guys that that they fight uh, that he that he fights with. Um, so they kind of fly around in these things. It's kind of weird seeing like a little, I saw the, the commercial for it. It has little kids playing with a coffin flying around. So it's oh, kind yeah. of weird looking, but yeah. So, but anyway, you know, they had the, the, then they had the, the, the villains, you know, which were, uh, King Zarkon and Hagar, the witch and Prince Lotar. And then they had the different, uh, the different row beasts, you know, which I said before was half robot, half beast. Um, there was one, the Scorpius. Yeah, he he had two variants. He had a blue version and a and a green version on that as well. So uh, the which is I think it's the witch. Um, Hagar. Yeah, she was like molded where she could only move one arm, and she had her cat. Is that the is that Hagar? Yeah. yeah, so Shatter yeah, Cat. Yeah, cat. Yeah, I was looking at that mm-hmm. that earlier, and I was like, "Who? Like, what, how do you even play with this? Like, <laughs> she's an '80s Catwoman. Yeah, <laughs> or not cat, there like a go. cat lady. She's a cat lady. So those, so, you know, no, go ahead, John. I said those bad guys just they make me laugh. And that wasn't John. That was Andrew. Oh, Andrew. Yeah. I just I wasn't looking. Okay. Multi lore. Yeah, those guys are yeah, multilore. Yeah, it's just weird, ugly looking. Uh, and then there was the what was the skull tank? Uh, skull scavenger, I think, or something like that. Okay. Or is that the, yeah. So they had uh, they had one. It was the the Zarkin Zapper. Maybe that might have been it. But yeah, it was a little tank that you and it would the front it would bob up and down. I think is what it did. So. Um, yeah, they had some weird, they had some weird vehicles in this. You know, like I said, the coffins were really, really kind of creepy. I don't remember that. I just uh, remember the, uh, you know, the the lions themselves. So I don't remember any of that. 
mean, this whole series is kind of weird. Yeah, it really is. I mean, even, you know, from the very beginning when they got it together to kind of just, I mean, they just mashed stuff together to make it even somewhat work, and it, it turned out pretty big, so. Um, I mean, this series is weird, but, you know, uh, Masters of the Universe and Power Rangers and Transport, those are not weird at all, but this one is definitely weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this one's weird. <laughs> <crap. laughs> uh, you know, they had, they had some canceled toys, too, that, that never actually got made. So, you know, they, they had that catalog, you know, Posh, uh, Panache Place, it's mm-hmm. Panache Place. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, uh, they had their catalog out and, you know, they had a Castle of Doom playset and then they had, uh, they had the Voltron Vehicle Force action figures. They were going to do the, the drivers for those, which was Sven, Sven, how do you say that? And then Jeff, Cliff, and Crick. Um, those were the four drivers, uh, for pilots for them. Um, then they had some action, the villains as well that, that kind of fit in with, uh, with both, both, uh, the line force and the, um, the vehicle force. Uh, so there was, there was a bunch of them that they, they had a plan that never, never happened. So, I mean, too bad it didn't go further because this could have been, Probably could have been just as big as Motu if it caught on, like more than what it did, you know. Yeah, I mean, and I think all this... the all all the chances to do pretty much almost anything here, this could have caught on and been been huge. But yeah, if if Panache Place didn't have their their legal issues and LJN didn't have some legal issues, um, I think it would have got on. Uh, another thing that. Um, that really hurt them was the, the vehicle force. Yeah. Uh, it just kind of flopped. Voltron. Yeah. It kind of, nobody liked it. Nobody so they, I think it kind of confused well, people because they went from the lions in season one I mean, to this vehicle force on season two and it confused so many people, but you know, the lions really, really jumped off the chart. I mean, they really, yeah, loved the that, lions so. are great. Was there, so yeah, you went from, you went from lions and more mm-hmm. out there to something that was, Oh, I can look out the door and see this. Right. It's not really that interesting. I mean, you know, I yeah. mean, they need to do something to keep the interest of people and keep the creativity going. And I think that's what the lions sparked. That's why it was so yeah. popular. I mean, you know, well, it wasn't it, just something. And also, you know, at that same time, Transformers and GoBots and stuff were coming out too. Yeah. So, you've so you've lot, had, yeah, a lot of you had stuff. those vehicles that actually changed into each into robots themselves instead of having to combine them to make one big robot. So it, it just, you know, each each vehicle had their own personality with Transformers and GoBots and, and those like that, so. Bumblebee. I mean, but, I don't know about you. I know you guys are, y'all live down in Texas, and I'm up here in Montana now, but um, last time I looked out the window, I didn't see five cars jump into a uh, big robot. But, you know, things are different in Texas. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I know what you're talking about there, John. Like, I mean, you're, you're looking at lions that are running around and, you know, flying, and then you go to the cars. Cars just didn't, they just didn't pick up like they could have. And no. had they picked up, yeah. the, the, like I said, it could have been huge, you know. This whole this whole thing could have been way bigger than it is, so. Yeah. Well, we've got a lot of different references, too, in pop culture, so let's let's look at that real quick. So there's, there's music, okay. uh, there's obviously comics and TV, there's movies, there's all kinds of different places where uh, Voltron gets added. Um, 
Well, let me see. So, uh, do you guys know that song, Shaky Tail Feather? I'm sure you do. Yeah. Um, there's a there's yeah. a line about about Voltron in there uh, about you know. So John's over there shaking his tail feathers. So, <laughs> so there's there's a line there. There's bands who have um, who sing about uh, Voltron a lot. There's uh, there's some some songs that are named Voltron. Like there's different parts of this. Lots of stuff in song. The only the only kind of music I couldn't find anything on was country music. Um, pretty much every other version of, of music. <laughs> there's ska, there's hip-hop, there's rap. Like the, every, Almost everything else has something about some Voltron. Sort of um, Voltron. But I couldn't find yeah. anything about country music, or anything in country music. So if, if you have anybody out there listening to this happens to know anything, like send it to me, because I'd like to see that. Because, like... I, I don't know, seeing it all over music is crazy. Um, there's lots of places in comic books um, where they get mentioned. Um, web comics. Yeah, Voltron even had its own its own comic. Right. Line. Yeah. Right. Comic book. So, but they're they're also getting in like there's web comics, um, Sluggy Free Freelance. I can't read. Um, then there's also the web based comic strip Get Your War On. There's lots of different places in comics. Um, obviously TV shows and on the, the big, the silver screen and the big screen. Um, let's see, C-Lab 2021, there's some mice that all get together. Um, they're all wearing Lion Voltron flight suits. Um, and then they say go <laughs> Mousetron. So there's interesting stuff there. Um, obviously commercials where it comes into play. Uh, you know, let's see, I'm trying to find all that. There's, um. Uh, Halloween, um, okay, this is a good one. In 2006, home, Halloween cartoon of Homestar Runner. Do either one of you remember Homestar Runner? No. I didn't no. think so. Um, you guys were a little, no. a little too old for Homestar Runner. Um, <laughs> Strong Bad from Homestar Runner um, has a whole thing where they talk about uh, being a space panther, like all coming together and forming a giant space panther. So we know what he's talking about. <laughs> Um, Reebok had commercials because they had a they had a line of shoes named the Voltron Pack, um, which features five designs of Reebok's famous shoes, each with its own action figure that can combine to make one large shoe. All it says is make a large one. Yes. Oh wow! So you know that this has been like Voltron has been all over the place. Um, not only like I mentioned Funko and Lego. Um, there's lots of places, uh, lots of uh, in indie toy, you know, makers that are out there making statues for Voltron. Um, it's a, mm -hmm. I mean, it's an awesome looking little figure. The lions are at least. <laughs> I don't. The cars, yeah. they, I don't know. They're they're not as cool. So I agree with everybody yeah. from the '80s. They're just not as cool. So I think they used the wrong vehicles for it. I mean, yeah, they could have. <laughs> they could have used a van, a, a eighteen wheeler. A VW Bug, you know. Um, <laughs> I can't even remember what else. Anything really like specific. Uh, so yeah, I mean, there's they they could have used better stuff, and I don't even know. Were they just yeah. trucks? Were, were there anything specific? And was there a an explanation as to why they went from lions to cars in the show? Do you... yeah, it was just because I... it was because uh, WEP wanted to. The more syn the syndication, so that's why they had to get the three different Voltrons 
And what so was... they just put one in one season, the other one in the other season, the third in the third well, season. Right. But it didn't work right. out. Right. I yeah. get that. But like in Power Rangers, when they changed from one set of Zords to another, it was a buildup in the show. Like there was something that was happening and then and then they were in the news. No, there was there was nothing to connect the two. Now later on they did a they did a a cartoon that that eventually combined the two into one show. Um but it just kind of makes some kind of sense out of it. But it but yeah, they just skipped they went directly from when the Lions finished up their season, they went the next season started off with the the vehicles and it, it made no sense. I think that's that's what pretty much killed that. Yeah, because that wouldn't have been... Now, if it would have been two different places, you know, made sure that that was something they talked about or something, uh, you know, the vehicle one, of course, they had to be, I guess, here on Earth. They really didn't... <laughs> yeah, I think it was set here on Earth. Or yeah. yeah. All right. So, so, all right. So, now that we've talked about the toys, let's do our rankings. Um, Michael, how do you rank these boogers? Um... I'd have to put it. I'd have to put it in number two spot for me. Number two spot. Yeah, John. Uh, I'm the same way. I'm going to go number two uh, and knock down the others and put it right behind Nerf. Let's see. For me, I mean, this is. <laughs> I don't remember. It's probably going to be. <laughs> I don't know because of my I don't know the the more recent stuff and actually kind of looking at it I would probably put it number three, um and knock down the Star Wars stuff a little bit but that's probably just because like I know more about it more in the recent stuff as opposed to the original stuff so yeah it's gonna be number three for me so yeah our our rankings are kind of getting out there a little bit a little different you know yeah um. John apparently doesn't like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. None of us like Centurions. <laughs> um, keep pushing those things down. So, uh, all right. There's our rankings. Well, two, so, two of us knocked down Star Wars. So That's right. I mean, hey. Uh, I mean, I like the Star Wars stuff. Just, you know, this is just a few things that I don't quite remember as much. So, uh, coming out of that, um, let's talk our toy truths. So, as I told you guys earlier, I didn't have anything for this, but I do now. So, we're going to have some toy truths. Um, I made it happen. Now, does anybody remember the score? Yeah, I got five. John has five. I got six. And he's got five. I got six. Is that really the score? <laughs> um, I think it's four to three. Four to three. I think it's four I think to it's three. Four to three. Yeah. But he tried to give me three points last time. No, that was two times ago. Okay, two times. All right, ago. so it's four to three. <laughs> I still think I should get him since he gave it to um, me. I have two. Or I have three, four. Now I've got four. I can't even count today. I've got four of them. So each of you are getting it, getting the next one. I gotta figure out a way to get this even so that John has a chance to maybe catch up. Yeah, Michael probably beat me on this yeah, one too. So uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I think you guys can go. So uh, John, we're gonna start with you, and then we'll go to Michael. All right. Statement number one: Toy Truths, Voltron. In the web comic Sluggy Freelance, many characters. Our main characters, Trog and Riff, are accidentally teleported to a parallel universe where they encounter a team of superheroes similar to Gatchaman who form a Voltron-like robot named Gophatron. Alright, catch all that? Statement number two. 
In the show Powerpuff Girls, the Powerpuff Girls form a super robot in order to stop a monster destroying Tokyo. In order to combine vehicles, they use keys similar to the one used to uh, initiate the combination of Go Lion or Voltron. And statement number three, there's a band called Voltron whose lyrics are based around the series, as well as a ska punk band called Let's Form Voltron. Which one? Uh, I was about to say, did you freeze up or did you? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, man. I mean, I can see the Powerpuff one. But I, I don't know. I didn't get into the comics when I was researching. So, but that sounds like it could be actual, <laughs> just because of the stuff we're talking about. And who would name? I mean, the band. A band called Voltron. But that's so out there that that's so out there that it has to be true. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know because I don't remember keys. I might have missed that part. So I'm going to go with the power puff. You got it right. So the thing is, there are keys. Um, but it was not a, a not an episode episode of Powerpuff Girls. It was an episode of Dexter's Laboratory. And him and his family create a super robot. And Dexter uses a key. So Dexter's him and his twin sisters. Wow. So his mm. twin sisters and his parents. So there it is. So John's got a point. It's all tied up. See if I can stump Michael this okay. time. All right. <laughs> See if he can. All right. Statement number one. Voltron appeared in a 2020 MetLife Super Bowl commercial with various other cartoon characters. Statement number two. In the 2017 DreamWorks animation film, The Boss Baby, the title character illustrates the old being replaced by the new by swapping stuffed lamb for a Voltron, Defender of the Universe toy. And statement number three, Voltron was mentioned in a quote by New York Giants linebacker LeVar Arlington about the potential of the team's defense for the 2006 season. Voltron, this is what he said, Voltron still hasn't formed yet. I can only imagine what we will be once we get everybody out there. Um... Yeah, the first one you said is true. He did. He did uh, in that MetLife commercial. They did have one pop up in it uh, with other cartoons. Mm-hmm. Um, second and third one. That's a toss up on that one. Um, I'm gonna say the second one is not right. So the DreamWorks, the Boss Baby film. Yeah, that's not right. It's not that one. So is it? Oh, it's not that one. It's not the third okay, one. So either. the third one is. So the first it's one. The first one. It was not a 2020 MetLife Super Bowl commercial. It was a 2012 MetLife oh, Super it was Bowl the, commercial. That was the year that got me. Okay. <laughs> Look, I got. You, yeah, you you well, got me on that year. Let's think about 2020 MetLife Super Bowl. <laughs> that that was part of it. Yeah, 2020 was not the MetLife Super I Bowl. So I you gotta pay attention. I didn't, I didn't focus. I didn't focus on the year part. Yeah, yeah that's the problem. You gotta pay okay. attention. All right. All right. Yeah. Here we go. All for right. John. So it's all still all tied up. So it's 4-4. So John. We're tied. We're tied up. Okay. If I can keep him confused here, maybe we'll do this. Um, or me. Confused. All right. So John, here you go. <laughs> Statement number one. Voltron was referenced in a VH1 anthology series, I Love the 80s, 3D. Statement 
Statement number two, the Lion Force's combination sequence is constantly played on monitor screens in the TV show, But Ugly Martians. And statement number three, Voltron is the name of a song recorded by Eminem. Still there, John? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm thinking. Right. I'm thinking. Play some thinking uh, music. Yeah, we yeah. need some. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think I'm going to go with one. One. Voltron was referenced in a VH1 anthology series, I Love the 80s 3D. Is that the one you're going with? That's yeah. not right. Yeah, it's the Eminem one. Yeah. So, um, Voltron <laughs> is the name of a song recorded by Flowrider. Not not in It was flow right. Sorry, John. Still tied up. Wah, wah, all right. Wah. Now, if I can just confuse Michael on this one, at least we'll be all tied up. All right, here we go. All right, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy. <laughs> all, right, all right, here we go. Um, statement number one: Voltron is referenced to off. Sorry, Voltron is referenced often by the group the Beastie Boys. Statement number two: Sprite used Voltron in a series of hip hop themed commercials in 1998. Each of the five lines were piloted by prominent hip-hop artists or groups. Goldie Mob, uh, representing Southern hip-hop, piloted the Blue Line. Mac-10, uh, representing West Coast hip-hop, piloted the Yellow Line. Fat Joe, representing East Coast hip-hop, piloted the Green Line. Common, rapper, Common, representing Midwest hip-hop, piloted the Red Line. And Africa, Bamba, Bambata? A hip-hop, I don't know, I don't know how to pronounce that, is a hip-hop legend and pioneer rode in the black line with his own pilot. Instead of his trademark blazing sword, Voltron uses his blazing mic. Uh, Jack Angel represented his voice role of King Zargon. There's also an animated character, a teenager named Jamal, who calls for the lion's help to fend off the roe beast in the commercials, and he is voiced by Jazzy Jeff, DJ Jazzy Jeff. That was a lot. Did you catch all that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, AJ Jazzy Jeff, I hadn't heard that in a while. <laughs> yeah, okay, statement number three. <laughs> okay. A large Voltron toy is shown as a Christmas present during the nineteen eighties era flashback on the TV show Lost. Um Well wait, Andrew likes to change some things around. I don't know if it's the second or the third. Um, let's go with the third one, the Lost episode. It is not. Is it's wrong. not Lost. Okay, so it is the second. It's not one. the second one. So the first one. <laughs> no, I got I'm just wrong all the way around. Um, Voltron is rinsed very often, um, or a lot, by the the hip hop group, or the I don't know what kind of what you call them. It's by the Wu Tang Clan. They reference him in all their different songs. So. Yeah, we we mentioned the Wu Tang Clan yeah, earlier. So yeah. it wasn't the Beastie Boys. Yeah, about that one it wasn't the Beastie Boys. It was a Wu Tang. Well, I, I could have swore they said it in one of it, one of their songs. Uh, not that, not, not that I got. So there we go. Um, going into next week, the score is four to four. That's it. Thank four you. That's four. exactly what I wanted. I just wanted us to be all tied up, so that we can you know catch up <laughs> on some stuff. So. Mm-hmm. All right, that's our toy truths. Those are our toy rankings. We did our toy talk, our fun for all question. It seems like there's something. Oh, there is something that I wanted to mention. Um, merch. Our merch. So, uh, 
if we we're gonna we're gonna do something. Um, shout out to the SDS guys and specifically Larry at the S two guy SDS guys who kind of gave us idea this past weekend to to start picking up these toys that we've keep saying we would want um, and starting a kind of a shelf um, that would have them on. So we're gonna start that here pretty soon, hopefully. Um, kind of showing off some of the, the cool ones that we like, maybe one or two of each each line that we kind of talk about. Um, I'm sure our families are excited about us getting all these toys. Uh, we're going to have to find somewhere to put them. Um, so, yeah, we're going to do that. But uh, So we can do that. We also have some merch. You can get T-shirts. We've got some. Um, I know the three of us have them. We've got some photos taken, new photos on the website that you can check out. Um, but we're going to have these. You can go pick those up. There's a merch link at the top. But we have stickers. And there's, I'm going to do this. Here's what I'm going to do. If you send us an email with a free-for-all question or fun-for-all question for us to answer, and we answer it, we'll send you a sticker. How about that? You guys like that? Sounds good. So you ask us a question, any kind of question you want. When we answer it, we'll send you a sticker. So you can... So right now we're 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 lacking in the question department, so it's more than likely you'll get your your question answered. I mean, I'm hopefully next week when we get ready to record, we're gonna have a hundred questions. So you know, uh, we might have to do a free for all or a fun for all. I keep saying free for all, a fun for all like mini bonus episode with just answering a couple of those. So uh, yeah, send us send us a question. We'll send you a sticker, and yeah, we'll. That'll be awesome. So, uh, what else you guys got? Anything else you guys want to want to add in? Yeah, uh, let's go back to Facebook. Facebook. So, of course, this was from our mother, <clears throat> Michael. Did you happen to look into that any on her question on Facebook? Oh, so we did get a question, but she didn't know where it came from. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, no, okay. I saw this earlier today, but Mom asked how much of the ninety-five cents per dollar. Did did it cost Kenner to make a figure? This is going about the Star Wars figurines. How much uh, have been? Pro- how much would have been profit? I would think that's the the whole ninety five cents is profit. So I think that whole dollar or, there that they or, had was was dollar was the profit, wasn't it? Well, yeah, that's what I was thinking. So, mom, I believe that it's profit based. So. Out of every profit dollar they got, five dollars went to Lucas and all that. I was about to say five cents. I want that deal. Five cents cents went to Lucas and them, and then the ninety-five cents was profit. But then I got thinking about it. Okay, so how much do you think back then it cost them to make one figurine? Probably not a lot. Probably, probably thirty to fifty cents. Okay, and they sold them for what two forty nine? Two forty nine, yeah. So I mean, off of every toy, you're looking at. Let's just round it up. Let's say they made forty nine cents. Uh, you know, it cost them forty nine cents, which is probably over what it really cost them. So they're making two dollars a figure profit. Mm-hmm. You and know. ten ten cents of that would go out of those two dollars. Ten cents would go to to uh, Lucas and them. Right. So yeah. And then, but of course, Lucas and them had a lot of, you know, tie up in it. I just thought yeah. to go back, we had a question that I remember came up on there. So I wanted to take that time and show that, hey, we are looking at it and looking at Facebook too. Yeah. Okay. All right. All righty. So 
as always, on behalf of here of us here at a Toy Rewind podcast, uh, play on. Mm-hmm.